Every doctor is concerned about your vital signs, but a good doctor cares about your overall health. Your website deserves the same care, and Hey Check It is here to help. Hey Check It is a website performance monitoring and optimization tool. It goes beyond just core web vitals to give you a full picture on how to optimize your website to give your users a happy experience. It includes AI-generated SEO data, accessibility scanning, and site speed checks with suggestions on how to improve and a number of various other tools to help you. Start a free trial today at HeyCheckIt.com. Hey, Colleen. Hey, Michelle. Good morning. It's been a year. <gasps> it has been a year. Yes. 2020 part two, aka 2021. <laughs> 2020 part two. <laughs> is coming to a close. I That is hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and so I thought maybe this would be a good time to reflect on the year that has been and uh, think about the year to come. I love this idea. Wow, that's so cool that we've been doing the podcast long enough that we can have a yearly reflection. We've been doing it more than a year. It's like I know. I, as, a year and a half. Wow, a year and a half. I love it. No. So, okay. So let's start out with simple file upload and everything. I feel like it's been a while since we've like actually talked about simple file upload. So, um, you know, as a, again, if this was a professionally edited, produced podcast, this is where the harp noises would be. Colleen, can you take us back to where you were in January of 2021 with your business? So in January of 2021, so in January of 2021, Simple File Upload was in alpha, I believe, in the Heroku add-on store. And so that means it was not yet available for sale. You have to get 100 users. Maybe it's beta. You have to get 100 users of your product in the app store before you're allowed to list it for sale. I have my years right, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was <laughs> okay. end of 2020. That was 2020. That 2020, I launched it. Yeah. Yep. It was like January December of 2020. 20 that it was in beta right in december january it was in beta right yeah because i have the date as of february 4th 2021 i was able to make it available for sale so the product has been available for sale since february of 2021 wow and this is december and since that time it has grown to i'm not 1200 mrr which is very exciting And it has been, I mean, this year has been a wild ride professionally if I look back on it because launch Simple File Upload, learned a lot while doing that. And almost even bigger than that, in August of 2021, I quit my job to join the Hammerstone team. And you took a job and then you quit the job. I know, right? Just like because you were, so you were a consultant starting out the year. Okay. Can I just. For a couple years. Like. Yeah, I basically went on this roller coaster of I'd been consulting <laughs> for years. Then one of the companies I'd consulted for for years convinced me to come on full time with them. And I had every intention of that being like a long term gig. It's a wonderful company. And then I think I announced on Twitter or on the podcast that I took a job and I got inundated with 
offers, which was pretty cool. Um, and good to know if you're job hunting, you should probably hunt before you just take one. But then a couple months later, I had this really unique opportunity to join Hammerstone. Hammerstone is the company co-founded with my buddies, Aaron and Sean, that's building the query builder component and get paid to build that out and keep the IP. So I had to quit the full-time job in order to do Hammerstone full-time. And right now I'm doing Hammerstone full-time paid. Um, yeah, so that's what that's what's going on. I mean, th- that's a, such a journey for you to go from consulting and then like this sort of like, how much consulting do I need to do? Like, and there was this kind of period of time where you were trying to go f- kind of full time or like more time on simple file upload. But yeah. then kind of just life necessitated taking a job. Yeah, I think that's yeah. accurate. And I think a lot of people who are trying to build their own businesses can appreciate this. Like I am super super excited for those people that can go all in on their business, but I have a lot of bills and I moved. Oh, I also moved from Virginia to California this year. Casually across the country. What a a year, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think the decision thing for me was I launched Simple File Upload and the consulting, the thing about what I was doing with consulting is I had more than one client. So it was just this incredible overhead of context switching. And the full-time job offered me the opportunity. Uh, I had negotiated a four-day work week. So it had offered me, offered me the opportunity to only have the two things I was working on. And that would have worked out great. I think if I had stayed there, that would have been, that would have been a great choice too. But the Hammerstone opportunity just felt too exciting and too big. It's literally exactly what I want to do um, to, to turn down. And so I want to say I joined them in August... And I've been working full time for the client that is funding the development of the product. It actually gives me less time on Simple File Upload, which is a constant, again, everyone with a job and a side project can appreciate this. It's like a constant balance trying to find the time for all the things I want to do. But if you think about, Michelle, if we go back to 2020, I didn't have any products. And now I have so many products, like I don't even have time for them all. Like it's amazing, right? Multiple things. Right? So it's been, it's been really, really, really exciting and spectacular. And, um, one of our, our friends, Pete, he's written a couple books and he uses this phrase, expanding your luck surface area. Mm. And the concept is like really successful guys will always say, Oh, I just got lucky. How many times have you met someone who's running a, you know, half a million to million ARR business? That's like, Oh, we got really lucky. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but luck played a part, but this concept, I really love this concept of luck surface area. Luck played a part, but you did all the things to position yourself to take advantage of the opportunity when it presented itself. Yeah. And so all these things we do, honestly, like the podcast and launching products and speaking at conferences, all of those things I think really increase the luck surface area. And so I feel incredibly lucky, but also... I also took a lot of steps to put myself in the position. Hammerstone, I think, is going to be the thing, Michelle. Like, it's, we feel the pull. I mean, it is exciting. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, we feel the pull. That's interesting. Like, so, 
I mean, being on something that's like moving and people are like customers are really excited about it. I guess, how do you like contrast that with the response that you get from simple file upload? Like, does that feel like a contrast? Oh, yeah. And I think simple file upload meets a very pressing need people have on Heroku. But outside of that, it feels like pushing, right? Like it feels like, and this is, this is part of growing a business. Like I'm not a, you know, it, it is what it is, but it feels like there's a lot of competitors out there and I have to convince people to go with me, small solo business versus go with, you know, Cloudflare images or, you know, file stack or some huge company that has servers are there at their disposal and so it feels like a lot of hustle. And I don't, I mean, it's a great, all of it is a great learning experience, but Hammerstone, I mean, people are basically asking us, they are asking to pay us for this thing that is not even done. Like, Yeah, people what? are like banging down the door. And it's like I mean, they don't are- have product market fit there, but it's like, it's like very clear that like it's going to happen. I mean, our yeah. early access, based on a couple tweets my co-founder sent out, we have like 200 people on an early access list based on, we don't even have a landing page for this thing. Like it's amazing. It's really exciting. Um, So it's been really, I think of Justin Jackson has this great article. I think it was this week he sent it out. Although I don't know if everyone got it this week, but it was basically about like your market is going to determine your success. Like you can have one person who's hustling It's not necessarily, it's not just how hard you work. Like you can work really hard, but it's also your market is going to determine your success. And so I don't know. It just feels like so many exciting things have happened to me this year is what I'm trying to say. So, and I think like the Hammerstone thing wouldn't have happened if Simple File Upload hadn't happened, right? So these things compound when you think about like getting your, putting yourself out there and, and, you know the luck going back to the whole luck surface area thing yeah I mean I think that makes a lot of sense and like the whole thing about market like I feel like that's that's something that that Justin hits on a lot and and valuably so because um you know there's a quote from a famous investor that I I forget who it is um but it's you know if if maybe it's Paul Graham when a you know a good product meets a bad market market wins when a good team meets a bad market market wins when a bad product meets a good market market wins um and i mean you guys have like you know wind is in your sails and you are just flying along yeah it's it's pretty exciting and just to clarify i am still I still love working on simple file upload. Simple file upload is so much fun for me because there's such a tight feedback loop. Hammerstone is still in this phase, at least the stuff I'm working on where it's big and it's, it's kind of, it's not, it's not done. Right. So it kind of feels like a slog because it's just kind of brute forcing getting the work done. Um, simple file upload is a joy because every time a customer e- emails me a question, like I can iterate and improve it. And so I still, I didn't mean to, I, I'm not sunsetting it or anything. Like I'm still way into it and I still feel like there's a way to do both right now. Um, yeah, I just, it's fun. Like people are engaging more. I think if you go back to Founders Comp, which was in October, my 
I was, I came out of that really excited. And my goal for simple file upload was to really push to see if I could grow it a little bit. And I had hoped to get to 1500 by the end of the year and I'm at 1200. So that's fine, right? Like it is what it is. But I think a lot more people are engaging with me than in the beginning. Remember the beginning, I couldn't get anyone to talk to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot more people are talking to me now. And so I have all kinds of ideas (laughs) with uh, what I want to do with it. And so, yeah, I'm just over overflowing with ideas right now. So it's cool. I think it's valuable as entrepreneurs to also have like a like a safe little sandbox to play in to experiment where you know if if you want to try something you can there's nobody telling you you can't there's nobody's job relying on you know you're not doing it of course you have customers and you're responsible to them so you can't you know just decide to take down your infrastructure for no reason but like if you <laughs> want to cut the prices 50% like you can do that if you want to raise them 50% you can also do that like and you can just kind of like learn as an entrepreneur. Um, I mean that's how I I, I kind of loved having a full time job and a side project for a period of time because it was it was just like my safe little playground and I think it was really really valuable to have it as just a side project and not intending to go full time on it because it just took that pressure off it and it and it made it a joy to just learn how to run a business without that fear of you know this has to pay for our mortgage and like all of that kind of stuff going into that which just adds a lot of pressure when you're already when you're learning a new skill and outside your comfort zone like having financial pressure on top of that is really for a lot of people not very helpful mentally like it can drive you but it's 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 a lot of pressure Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it for me. Like, it's a nice side income right now. And I am learning. I mean, that is what's so cool is tight feedback loop. And I'm learning so much how to talk to customers. I made this change to my onboarding email, which seems to have made a huge difference. So stop me if I told you this. But my onboarding email used to be uh, asking questions. And now it's, it, so it used to be, can you tell me why you're using simple file upload? And I changed it to be quick tips to help you get started fast or something like that. And that seems to really have made a difference. So all these little things I'm learning that I can apply elsewhere, um, have been really fun. Like I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about at founder summit of like, whether you should sell the business or not. We did. And I feel like that conversation was that that was a pretty strong no that you that you really enjoy it as, as you know as this little playground. Um, and so I'm curious, like as you think about this coming year, and you know, bearing in mind that humans are famously bad at predictions, and this <laughs> year had so many twists and turns that you did not expect going into the year. Oh my gosh. Right. What a you year. Know, I mean, not, not <laughs> like you set a goal or almost like, like, do you have like an intention that you would want to set for the year of like, like, what do you, uh, that's a big question, but like, what do you want out of, out of it? Yeah. Like, that's a fair, like, that's is, a like, totally fair founder, question. Or, or, sorry. Is, you know, your, is your founder journey, like, is that taking you more towards Hammerstone? Is that 
and like less simple file upload and and I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to answer my own question. So like, just. Yeah, I understand. I, so yeah, right. It's the end of the year. Let's look forward. Oh, this will be fun. Cause then we can look at the end of next year and be like, Oh, how well did we align? Okay. <laughs> so we're going into what? 2022. That's crazy. Okay. So my vision for 2022 would be, I am getting paid by the client to develop this, this Hammerstone product. And we agreed that I'd go until August. I'm sure that can go plus or minus either side. They're pretty flexible. So my vision for 2022 would be early 2022. We're going to start launching Hammerstone in Laravel. We're going to see what the response is there and kind of see what the support burden is. And I will finish out the Rails component. While I do that, I still want to put time and effort into simple file upload. I want to get it to, I just want to see what does it take to grow it to 2k like can I get to 2k what does that even look like you want to see what it's capable of I do I'm not I mean I think I want to see you know what it's capable of and yeah if someone wants to give me two hundred thousand dollars for it I'll sell it today but um (laughs) I think just FYI (laughs) I'm I'm open to that but I think realistically open (laughs) offers are open (laughs) um I think realistically I have a product now. I did the first thing. It's so many people at Founder Summit. Okay, I don't know if you remember this. At Founder Summit, we were on the bus to go to the balloon. And one of the gentlemen on the bus named Matt was talking about how he's in the market to buy a SaaS. And someone was trying to sell him their SaaS. And they kept telling him, and had really low MRR, like maybe 500 bucks. And they kept telling him, oh, there's all these opportunities to grow it. Like, you know, you can grow it this way. And he was like, look, if that, it, but, but it had been like this way for like four or five years that had just been sitting at two to 500 MRR. And he said something that has stuck with me. And he said, okay, if they can really, if there's really opportunity to grow it, why haven't they done it in the five years they've had this thing? And he said it in a way that made me think, oh, you can just, you can do things to grow your SAS. Like it won't, I, I don't know. It, it was this point that like, I have control to some degree over whether this thing grows or not. And so I want to put in the work to see, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll time box that. Maybe I'll put in the work until I think in February it will be a good review point. Cause it'll be a year old. If I put in the work, what happens? Can I grow this? Can I learn how to use Google analytics? And which I don't still don't know how to use. Um, can I learn how to write better copy? Can I learn how to make, landing pages that appeal to my users. Like there's so much marketing. I mean, simple file upload is a, it's kind of like a playground where I can learn all this marketing stuff and that'll help me in all products. But I think my goal would be, you know, Hammerstone is going to launch in the, in the spring and then I should be done in the summer and then we'll be doing the rails launch and rails onboarding. So I think the preponderance of my time will be on Hammerstone um, but I don't know about simple file upload. I don't know if I'll sell it. I don't know if I'll continue to grow it. Um, but I'm not going to grow. I'm not going to sell it before February. So reevaluate in February. So I have no idea what it looks like. Yeah. But I think, I think the idea would be to focus more on Hammerstone and grow Hammerstone to support me. So I don't have to consult anymore. That would be pretty sweet. I think it's also worth like reminding that when you launch simple file upload, you wanted to have a product. Oh Yeah. You also, but like, you also did not want to be a solo founder. Like, you have always wanted to be part of a team. And I think that's something that 
drove you to take that job was being part of a team and why you had considered previous job offers? Um, yes, I was lonely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a very social person. And so I was absolutely lonely. Yeah. And so I think it would make sense if like, you know, Hammerstone becomes, you know, the, the focus and the thing that you really want to go for, but, and simple file upload is just this, you know, cool thing you have on the side. And when you have time, you learn, you know, new marketing skills to make it grow a little bit, but like, it doesn't like, it doesn't have to be the thing. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know with my current time and energies. I don't think it will be, I mean, I don't see this thing getting a 10 K MRR in the next year. Right. Like I, I just don't, I don't think that's the thing. I think Hammerstone is going to be the thing and this will be the side project that, you know, I can continue to dabble in or I can sell or whatever, but you're right. I just wanted to have a product. I mean, if you look back at this year, it's amazing how far I've come. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's my, Oh, totally. I totally am. I'm, I'm really happy with, with the growth, um, and the stuff that I did this year for sure. So let's talk about your year in review. Gosh, okay. So <laughs> January 2021. Um, I mean, I guess the, the point to start there is really in February when I started writing the newsletter, book, whatever I call it. Dude, February. It's a good month for us. Yeah, right? We had a lot. Like, we should go back and listen to those episodes. They're probably... I know. We totally should. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, so I started writing the book as a newsletter. Didn't really know where it was going to go. Uh, totally consumed my spring. Um, mm-hmm. Launched it in July. It's crazy. And, like, I'd say there was, like, you know, in the beginning it was, like, you know, 90-10, like, mostly Geocodio and then just a little bit of book. And then towards, like, May and June it was like 75-25 and then I feel like August to October was like almost 50-50 um, but I think as we kind of close out on the year and all that I'm I'm really realizing that you know so like I wrote a book but I don't want to be a writer I am a software entrepreneur who happened to write a book and not a software entrepreneur who became a writer. And I think that's an important difference. And and I feel like I've been struggling with this a lot of like, should I do more book stuff? Like, should I do like paid workshops and courses? And like, should I go, you know, like give workshops at companies? And like, um, should I do a mini book that's like the how to talk so people will talk things? Should I do podcasts? Should I do like, or like, you know, have a podcast for the book? Like, should I do all this other stuff? And I could, but I just, I don't want to. And I really miss like my company. Like I really miss, I, I, I like, you know, working on Geocodio stuff and, and just find myself really missing like SEO marketing <laughs> rather than like <laughs> info product marketing. Um, I miss working synchronously with Matias because I feel like so often we're kind of working in the same office but not actually working together because my head is elsewhere on book stuff and whatnot. And 
you know, even if there's no pressure to like sell more, like, like I feel like, and maybe this is a voice in my head or from other people, or I don't really know where it comes from, but it's like people like, you know, it's like you wrote a good book that accomplished the goals I had to teach entrepreneurs how to understand their customers and, you know, you know, teach them that everyone has a capacity for empathy and that they should, you know, they could have more empathy for other people and for themselves and teach them how to do that. And like it accomplished that. And yet I find myself, you know, refreshing sales reports and being like, am I going to feel like I accomplished what I set out to do when I sell 500 copies or a thousand copies or 10,000 copies? And, um, and, and no, because the book already accomplished what I set out for it to do. It's a all in one place. I can send other founders to learn how to understand their customers and, hopefully to learn more about, you know, having empathy for others and themselves. Um, I think I'll still do podcasts about the book, but I think going into 2022, I would like to do more Geocodio stuff and less book stuff. Okay. That sounds like a very, it sounds like something you've thought about quite a lot. Yeah, it's it's been on my mind. I've been intending to journal about it. I didn't actually journal about it. I just thought about <laughs> I told it. you, you know, I like journaling is in my lame. head. And I was like, I should journal this, and then I, <laughs> I did open my journal like once <laughs> last week. No, twice. No, I opened it twice. Um, okay, and then I just have I've had a lot of things I've intended to journal about, and then didn't. Um, <laughs> I thought about anyway, journaling yeah, in my just head. Been kind of like drafting that in my head. That's like. I don't know. You know, I I feel like I'm sort of at a crossroads of like, do I want to lean more into this like writer stuff and like right? I just that answer is just no. I I don't. What's good? You figured that out. I mean, yeah. Like I I liked writing the book. I had so much fun writing it as a newsletter, especially and getting feedback as I went, and then like interviewing all the people who were reading it. Like that was awesome. Like I I loved the writing process. Even the really hard parts where I felt like I was doing major surgery on it every week and like completely rewriting it. Like, um, but all of the the work of being an independent writer, like, you know, and I feel like I sound like you're, you know, sort of a very typical indie hacker when I'm like, oh, I like, you know, creating the thing, but I don't like selling <laughs> it. Like, yes, I know. I hear that. Thank you. Um but I, I don't know. I don't have to sell it. Like, I don't, you know, it's going to, if it's a good book, people are going to recommend it. Like, I'll still go on podcasts. Like, I'm still going to talk about it. But that's basically the only thing I found that doesn't really drain me. Like, I feel like I died a little bit inside when I was sending those emails Black Friday week about, like, the sale. Like, it's just not yeah. me. Like, it's not that it's yeah. not. Like, that's a valid marketing approach, and it works for a lot of people. But it's just... You know, we like we kind of talked a little bit about like founder business fit. Yes. And I've sort of been mulling over this idea about founder marketing fit, which is that, you know, we, okay. we design our businesses, right? You know, sometimes intentionally and sometimes not. But fundamentally, every decision you make is a design decision in, in the business. And, you know, it has to be a type of business that, that suits you and, and how you want to work and what you're good at. And but also how you market it that has to fit with you too. And like, 
for some people, you know, sending out like sales emails and having a, a cohort come in, like whether it's for software or for a course or whatnot, like that's how they want to do things. And that really fits with how they like to work. For other people like me, that's like I, I, I really like talking to people and then looking at analytics and then writing stuff related to what people need and, and, and like selling that way and actually, you know, doing active sales and negotiating with people. I enjoy all of that. Um, and I feel like with Geocodio, I have a really, really good founder marketing fit. Like the way we market the product works uh, and I feel good about it and it plays to my skill set and I'm always improving that skill set. But like it's it's very much in my wheelhouse. And I just feel like the way of promoting a book and, and, and it's just not a fit for me. Like, it's just not. And, you know, I could promote it in other ways. Like, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so drained, like, by so it, much of it. Like, the only thing that feels... doesn't drain me is, like, you know, talking to people on podcasts about it. Okay, so I felt this way about the book for a while. It feels like you're asking permission to not market it. Yeah. Because I feel like to me, like, you know, there was this, there was this point when I was still in the drafting phase when somebody who had, who had bought the pre-order of it, um, you know, made a comment, I think on like LinkedIn or something that like the book was not only helping them understand their customers better, but also helping them understand how to be a better coworker and, and spouse. And like, that was the moment when I knew I was like, okay, this book has achieved what I hoped it would achieve. And then some, like my, my like wildest dream goal here. And now I just need to ship it. But to me, like the book is a success. If I have one person have that response to it, like I don't need to have a million people read this book. I don't even need to have 10,000 read it. Right. Like it's, and it's also like, this is, this is a long-term asset, right? Like it's not going to expire. You know, it sold almost a thousand copies in its first year, which is apparently a lot better than than most books, both um, published and self-published. Like, this is a long-term thing. I can't exhaust myself on it now doing all sorts of things that I don't need to do that don't feel natural or like a fit to me. Um, but just success is just not the number of copies sold. And, and it's not like anybody is asking for how many I've sold, but I'm like, oh, like it's build a public thing. I should be posting like a numbers update every so often. And then I do that. And then I find myself like checking the sales reports every day and I feel so drained. And it's just like, it's just, that's just not success to me. Like, I just don't. I just don't, I just don't care about like that. That was just not, I didn't write it to, to make money or to sell a certain number of copies. I right. feel like I've, I've, I feel like I've kind of been stuffing down my own feelings about what success for the book looks like. Right. So my thought here is why are we even talking about it anymore? Don't market it. Just let it be. 
well, you know I'm that so, that's I'm the right thing. It, right? Like I said. Like, okay. We'll do what you feel comfortable like, with. I'm, I'm, you know, the podcast. I'm still bunk- booked on a bunch of podcasts. Like, yeah. I kind of, kind of like take like a month off from doing that. I'll, okay. Um, but like, I like doing that. Um, but even like writing the newsletter like has felt like a burden and. I think it's because I've been doing all of this. I've been doing all of this talking about talking to customers that I haven't had time to actually talk to customers. And so yeah. I don't feel like I have anything to say at this point. I mean, and the, the point of the book was to get everything in my head out. Right. And I did that. <laughs> uh, and so now I don't really, I, just, I don't know. I, at least for right now, I feel like I don't have anything else left to say. Yeah, well, I think that, okay, so you know me very well. I am a pretty logical person. Don't read horoscopes. Don't go to psychics. Not really into that touchy-feely stuff. And I am a firm believer, despite all of that, this is totally out of line with my personality. I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm a firm believer of like going with your energy. So if you are dreading it every time you send out a Black Friday email, I mean, you, you've learned this about yourself. You know that that's not the right thing to do. So I, for you and you're, you know, because you have income from another source, you can totally do that. You are in no way dependent on this book income. Yeah. I think it's great that you've kind of discovered this about yourself and made this decision and you're just going to do the things that, you know, bring you energy and you love, which it sounds like is the podcast promoting and just let the other stuff go. Turn off the notifications. Who cares? Yeah. You know, I think feel like for me, like my theme of 2021 was the phrase soul nourishing and I love that doing things that I felt really really nourished my soul whether that's conversations with people who have similar values or ideas or or dreams or um writing the book and and kind of fulfilling that lifelong dream of, of writing a book um was one of them um, I don't know what 2022 is going to be, but I feel like it needs to be not just my soul getting nourished because as we've talked about, I've neglected a lot of other areas of, uh, I, I didn't, I don't know the word I'm looking for here, but like there, there needs to be a sort of overall wellness focus I think a little bit more of a holistic nourishing um okay going on and that includes kind of like yeah you're such a California girl respecting my energy you know I know right uh, come over I'll give you an acai bowl which we'll eat for breakfast now (laughs) I didn't even know what acai was before I moved here now I'm like oh I buy that shit at Costco yes I'm going to show up and you're going to give me like crystals and essential oils. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I, you know, what? it took me like a couple of months for that phrase, like soul nourishing to kind of crystallize in my head and be driving me. So it's going to take me time for whatever this new phrase is going to be. But like, I'm very much in my head. Like, um, like I, I actually, I like, I went to get a massage a couple weeks ago. Cause like, I need to work on my stress. I need to lower my stress levels. I'm going to go get a massage. And the massage therapist was like, I need to get you out of your head and into your body because you are so much in your head. Um, yeah. and, and so I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I'll let you know when I figure out what. That yeah, is. report back. But so for um, you, 2022. Tell us like more about comfort too. Like I was so outside my comfort zone this year between Ugh, being in right? another country and writing a book and promoting a book and like all of these other things. Like I'm so far outside my comfort zone that I really just want like comfort and coziness in my life. Like I want, yeah. I want it to be calm and peaceful and quiet like I find myself missing quietness and so you think for you that you don't know what that looks like but you think that probably means more time on Geocodio working with your husband and just chill out like you're kind of acclimating you've been there a year now how long have you lived there gosh when did you go year and a half year and a half like yeah, the podcast. The so I can always know that's because when, we like stop talking to each other. It's like we need a weekly appointment to make sure we talk to each other. Let's make it a public appointment. Like, um, uh, but I yeah okay. <laughs> I know you're talking about calm over there, and I have for whatever reason something you said just started all these ideas going off into my head that I'm really excited about all of a sudden. So, yes, 2022 be a calm year for Michelle. 2023 oh, I don't know if that's yeah comforting but you I mean we're yeah comforting yeah I don't you know, push really hard for a year familiarity and no like, I totally get that it. <laughs> I think right you worked I mean you hustled like whoa this year so maybe this 2022 is a year where you relax into what you have built and grown for yourself I mean and I also you know did expand my luck surface area to to quote Pete Keen again <laughs> um and you know so that means you know maybe there will be conference talk opportunities or or other podcasts or something like I'm open to that it's just I'm just yeah I'm just I'm tired um and and you know I like I like giving talks but I'm not gonna like hustle and create this like workshop package that I can sell to companies. Yeah. You don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, okay. Can I say something? Cause I want to get it on record. Okay. <laughs> so earlier you said that you were looking, you know, how draining, or, I'm sorry, how the marketing for the book is really draining and you want to do things that really, you know, bring you energy. Okay. This is only 2021. So I'm thinking like 2025 and I know I've brought this up a few times. <laughs> However, <laughs> now that I have a business that looks like it's going to be really successful, dude, we are so starting an incubator. Like we're going to have our own venture fund and then we're going to help people build businesses. 2025. Long you heard it here dream. first. I don't know if it's a venture fund or like it's like our a own nonprofit incubator. I don't know what it looks like. Or something. Just, There's going to be a software social I've, something. I feel like this is going to happen. Like you talking you about your energy S3 levels. Because that's taken. But software, yeah. social, something <laughs> is yeah. going to happen coming. at some point. <laughs> in the next in 10 years. <laughs> the future. In the future. Yeah. Okay. I know I've brought it up before. I just, I yeah, was thinking about no, it again. When you were about talking that. about excitement. I was like, oh, dude, this is, this is something we're going to maybe do someday. That'll be a good retirement wow. job for me. Yeah, totally. I right. I mean, maybe it'll be. 10 years. 20 years. I don't know. Someday. Uh, so that sounds good, though. I mean, that sounds like for you, 2022. I my gin distillery in my backyard. Those are my retirement jobs. You drink gin? Yeah, I've, like, dreamed about making a little, like, 
gin distillery in my backyard. Oh my gosh, because that's our so trees funny. on our farm smell like they smell like apricots when you mulch them. And I'm like, that oh. would make amazing like pine apricot oh. gin. So I don't make it now. But that's again, again retirement dream. Job. Retirement dream. Yeah. So it sounds like to sum up. <laughs> You're <laughs> back to 2022. And not What's 20 happening? 52. What year? Yeah. 2052. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, to sum up for 2022, it sounds like you are looking for a year of finding balance yes, between all I the things. Balance, I think. I am looking for another yeah. hustle year. So 2022 okay. is going to be another. I know 2021 was a hustle year for me with Hammerstone launching and Simple File Upload, kind of not sure what I'm going to do with that. Um, but 2022 for me is another hustle year, I think. I don't know and... if 2020 was like a hustle year for you as much as like a ping pong year. Cause I feel like yeah, we're just right? like all over the place, kind of all over the place, like both like physically and like yeah. work wise. And like, I would love to see you really, really grow into this role of being a founder of Hammerstone and like an and and bringing that to life and 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 helping that blossom and really leaning into that because I think you have so much more to discover about yourself as a founder. Yeah, totally agree. I love it. Cheers to 2022. Cheers to 2022. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that will wrap up this week's episode of the Software Social Podcast. Happy New Year to all of you. We'd love to hear what your goals are for 2022. Or if you want to hit us with the 2021 recap, that's always fun. We love to hear everyone's stories. You can reach us on Twitter at Software Social Pod. Talk to you next year. Ah! <laughs> it's still my favorite joke. Remember when you were a kid and used to make that joke? Like, like talk to you next year. You it's next still a great year. joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. Huge thanks to all of our listeners who've become software socialites and support our show. Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, and Mike from Gently Used Domains, who has a nice personality, Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Brightbits, Team Tuple, Alex Hillman from The Tiny MBA, Rami from Hovercode and Rocket Gems, Jane and Benedict from UserList, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of Crowd Sentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts from Outseta, Justin Jackson, MegaMaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Josh the Annoyingly Pragmatic Founder, Ben from ConsentKit, John from Credo and Editor Ninja, Cam Sloan, Michael Copper of Nusi Proposals, Chris from URL Box, Callie of Toslet, Greg Park from Trait Lab, Adam from Rails Autoscale, Lana and Alex from Recapsi, Joe Mazzalotti of RailsDevs.com, Proud Mama from Applenet LLC, Anna from Cradle, Monsef from Ruby on Mac, Steve of Be Inclusive, Simon Bennett of Snapshooter Backups, Josh Smith of Keyhero.io, Jesper Christensen of Form Backend, Matthew of Works Cited, Chris of JetBoost.io, Daryl Shannon of Docomatic, Larabels, a community for Larabelle developers underrepresented due to their gender, Brendan from Feederloop, Pascal from Sharpen.page, Lynn Romick from Convini, Arvid Call, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Jessica Malnick, 
Damian Moore of Audio Audit Podcast Checker, Eldon from Nodal Studios, Mitchell Davis from Recruit Kit.